Welcome to the BeastNet Podcast, proudly presented by the Beast Obstacle Course Racers and sponsored by GH Unders Performance Base Layers. Here we discuss all things athleticism to obstacle course racing, endurance to nutrition, our team, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. All right, listeners, this is uh, Mike James here. I've got Ted, Ted Kelly on the phone, and we're going to talk about ghosts. Um, it just finished today. You know, this weekend, and uh, we're going to kind of figure out, get an idea of what it was. We've really talked about this coming up to it, and I want to know what happened. So, wh- how was it, Ted? Oh, well, first of all, it's, uh, well, it's about 6 p.m., so I want to say, hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Um, it's uh, way, way beyond expectation. Uh, Adam did a great job with this. I can tell he worked really, really hard putting this together, um, just basically putting his brain out on this whole thing, making it all uh, come to life. Uh, I'm sure he spent a lot of time mapping out this hillside on uh, uh, Brandon Winkleman's property. Um, What can I say? I mean, um, two teams were put together. Everybody just uh, worked together. You know, everybody kind of, you know, enhanced each other's weak points and whatnot. Everybody had to work together, coordinate things. Uh, it was cold. I won't lie. It was cold. <laughs> and, uh, I, 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 I'm really glad we did this. It worked. You know, it was great. I, I'm mad at myself, really. I mean, that I didn't do it. Um, Adam tried talking me into it multiple times, and I just didn't feel. I didn't feel like in my physical level that I'm in right now that I was ready for something like that. Um, it, it just, yeah. And I probably should have just done it. I mean, like I pretty much do with everything. I mean, heck, I did a marathon freaking a month and a half ago and really didn't train for it, which was stupid. But I did it. <laughs> yes, you did. I was damn proud of you, too. Yeah, it's. I, I would not let I, – I would tell anybody who decides they want to do something like that, train. Don't do what I did. <laughs> train. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure one of our first times together was a hurricane heat. Yes, Mike? Yeah, it was. I think okay, it was. Then, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it was. That was a great time. It really was, and uh, we uh, did something very surprisingly. You know, very surprising. Yeah, excuse my language. My my brain is still kind of rubberized right now. Oh, well, that's okay. Time person. <laughs> but uh, yeah, both teams uh, came in a situation where we had to come together and work as one. Uh, we ended up being given a mission to where two huge chunks of telephone pole had to be brought up over a small mountainside and dropped down into a ravine to uh, form the foundation for a future bridge. And, uh, you know, but we're wandering through the pitch dark. We find these logs yeah. that were, you know, former telephone poles. It's kind of up to us to figure out, okay, um, we don't have a car. We don't have a vehicle. Nothing to figure out how to do it. And, uh, you know, finally figured out that there was cables and block and tackle and pulleys available, um, you know, in a barn, in a garage. And had to come together with the other team. And I can't, you know, I didn't have a watch on. I don't know how long this took, but it ate up uh, probably half the night. Wow. Um, I want to say each log took an hour and a half to two hours to get over that mountain inch by inch. And well, everybody just came together. 
basically pulling on cable like a team of horses. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was, uh, you know, just kind of, it, it, it took your mind off the cold a little bit, man. You know, did I say it was cold? <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I, am, I am a quote-unquote cold weather person, and I was cold. Um, I think it was probably from, you know, intense warm-up and lots of activity before, you know, kind of freezing in my own sweat, you know, but... Uh, yeah. Ew, yeah, it was... Um, but, uh, it was so worth it. That's and, good. Uh, yeah, basically going, you know, Adam had us, uh, sending us on missions and trying to find things in the pitch dark on, you know, through the forest and everything. Uh, um, and so I'm still trying to pull it together here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just had a little chat with Adam a while ago and he says it's definitely on for 2019. Why wait that long? Yeah, I kind of thought that too. Well, maybe we'll just come up with a few under a different name. There you go. No, I mean, it sounds like it was fun. I mean, it sounds great. I mean, so like Adam had said before it started, you know, when me and him had talked about it, um, you know, when he was planning it and everything else, it, it was two teams basically against each other to try and get through all the obstacles, correct? Or obstacles or challenges or whatever you want to call them. Yep. Um, how did that work out? I mean, was it? <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> we won. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, like I said, it was interesting how both both teams were put in a situation where they had to come together for part of the night and work together and then split up again. But uh, I think part of that was probably low attendance, though, too. Um, I was hoping for some bigger numbers there. Yeah, and I think Adam was too, and I mean, that's one of the things too, though, I kind of feel bad that I, I didn't do it, and I think a lot of it comes down to, I mean, it's, you know, for a lot of people, not me, for instance, me, it's because I'm, I'm fat and lazy, but <laughs> other people, I think it's, I'm sorry, I've been, I'm trying to motivate myself to not be fat and lazy, and a lot of times for me, it's just pretty much to remind myself that I am fat and lazy, and to stop being fat and lazy, I need to get off my fat and lazy butt and do something, so. Don't make me come down there. <laughs> I just need to get up and start doing stuff. I've actually, I've lost a, a, about 15 pounds in the last two weeks. So I, I, I'm working, I'm working at it. So to not be so fat and lazy. Um, hey, you did a marathon, man. Remember? I know. I know I did, but yeah. did I mean, say it was cold last night? yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. Hey, I got to live up to my nickname, right? Yeah. Freak show. Which I did last night too. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, because yeah. you got the nickname Freak Show on the same Hurricane Heat where I got the uh, Pretty Mike. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Because Dingo kept calling you Freak Show and called me Pretty Mike the whole night. So. That's right. I yep. completely forgot about that. Yeah. You should have reminded me of that. You really should not have. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? And they just, uh, you know, before you know it, it got light. And I'm like, wow, we did this. And just everybody, I think everybody was kind of looking at each other and looking into themselves. And we're all sitting around the fire, huge bonfire, keeping us warm. And, you know, Adam's uh, giving us the congrats speech and everything and passing out patches and swag and whatnot. Yeah, I can tell everybody was pretty proud of themselves. You know, it was kind of, oh, it's kind of a daze, you know, I just, it, 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 kind of, a, I don't know, it's hard to describe, it was really surreal, 
after a night like that, being over 14 hours pushing like that. And, you know, I have to say with the smaller attendance, it definitely made us push harder. Yeah. And think harder, too. You know, when it's, when it's four, five, six o'clock in the morning, you're still on a mission trying to find something in a sandwich size Ziploc bag in the dark, in the woods, with nothing but headlamps. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy. That is pretty crazy. But, I mean, you guys did it. And that's what's amazing is, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that you, you push yourself to do it. And, I mean, we put ourselves in these situations that are, are crazy, but you come out of them and you're proud of yourself. And it's like you said, everyone has this feeling of accomplishment. And you can't really get that anywhere else. I mean, you can, but not in the way you're going to from an endurance event like that. I mean, 14 hours of really pushing it, trying to do everything that you guys did. I mean, you know, you talk about the big, you know, moving the, the telephone poles, basically. I mean, what other kind of crazy obstacles did Adam have you guys out there doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a feeling that had there been an expected attendance, we might not have had the luxury of that block and tackle and chains. It might have been shoulders. Who knows? No, there's other ways to do it. You find no, no, I'm not going to say it because I wasn't there, but I know how my brain, and see, that's one of the things where I'm kind of mad at myself for not going because my brain would have been out there trying to figure out like ways. That's my kind of thing. I love challenges like that where I have to use my brain to figure out, okay, how can I do this with the most minimal amount of, you know, stuff and still make it happen and make it work, you know? I mean, in my brain right now, I'm already like racking around in my brain on, Ways that I would have tried to make it work, you know, grabbing sticks that roll and put them underneath it to try and make like wheels kind of thing, you know, um, you know, which I'm sure everyone else thought of and stuff like that. But it's just like, that's my kind of, I love that kind of thing. I love challenges like that, brain teasers and and puzzles. I love puzzles. You would have loved last night then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being basically, you know, those logs had to go uphill wind through trees and even change angle you know we got to the top of the hill the trail actually kind of did a 45 degree turn at the top of the hill too we had to maneuver that log to make that turn and get ready to go down the hill again and then once it got to the bottom of the hill of course Mm -hmm. one end is sticking into the creek having to raise that end up again and get it across the creek and set without burying itself on top of the railroad track or in front of the railroad ties that they had to sit on too. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It just seemed like it would never end. Those are the best ones though, where you think it's yeah. never going to end. And then when it ends, you just have that huge feeling of accomplishment of look what I just did. Yeah. You know, it's just, you as you know, hack up along. Yeah, <laughs> knock, knock the icicles off our earlobes and move on. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't like being cold. So that would have been, <laughs> was a little colder than expected. I had ordered a vest from REI, especially for this event. Had to be shipped to the store, picked it up, and, well, guess where it was last night? Still hanging on the door rack in Boise. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I was, I was really super bummed, so I, I wore a light-down jacket underneath my rain parka. It helped, but it wasn't uh, what I expected. And oh. I just, you know, had to bear it. And yep. I had to get through just, yep, keep going. Yeah, I've done that before where you buy special equipment or have something specifically for an event, and then all of a sudden you get there and you're like, where's son of a... Yeah. Yeah. I also uh, took a, a, a pair of running gloves, my best, warmest running gloves, and waterproofed the crud out of them. And then once I got to the event, 
I couldn't find them. And wow. I know I brought them. As a matter of fact, I shouldn't even have brought it up because after we're done with this talk, I'm going to be ripping my car apart. Try to figure out where they're at? I couldn't find them either. No, just, oh. no I, I went most of the night without gloves and then wore some figureless gloves and then I was better off without the gloves. Yeah, see, I made the mistake. Well, it was Hawaii. I uh, Doing the beast. I was the one that had the, the headlamp in case it got dark. Well, it got dark. So I'm like, cool, let me grab the headlamp out of my pack. Could not find it for the life of me. I'm like, where's my headlamp? I knew, I know, I remember, you know, specifically that morning grabbing it and throwing it in my pack. Well, we got back to the hotel and I had two packs. I had thrown it in the pack that was not, not the pack that I grabbed to take with me, the other pack that was sitting next to it. I had thrown my headlamp in there. That's how uh, Miriam and I finished the Sun Peaks Beast. It got dark and I had left my headlamp in the uh, house we were staying at. Yep. It was pitch black, no moon, no lights, no nothing. I can't believe we even could still follow the trail. Well, see, in Hawaii, they were pulling people off. If you didn't have at least one person in your group that had a headlamp, you were getting pulled off. Yeah. And we got lucky. Spartan Canada is good about that stuff, you know, good or bad, whichever way you look at it. I I call it good because we were able to finish that race. Well, we were able to finish because we basically, what we did is we found, like, there was a group of just two people, and one of the guys had a headlamp, and we're like, hey, can we just tag along with you? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. So we tagged along with him until we got to, like, the, you know, the festival area where there was lighting, and we were okay, but it was just like, man. I'm like, I'm so, not yeah. DNFing because I don't have a headlamp. Definitely put to use last night. Matter of fact, for the first time ever, I've had the same lamp, same headlamp for a few years now. For the first time ever, the batteries started getting worn out, and I had just changed them the next floor. Oh, yeah, might be time to get a new one. I think I have like three or four, and I've never actually had to use one on a Spartan. I just always make sure I have them with me, and I just have like extras just in case, you know, in case somebody else wants one or needs one. So, but yeah. Or I'll find one that I like, and I'm like, ooh, I want this one. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, as far as the venue was concerned, it was perfect. Um, I mean, it just call it coincidence or whatever that it's just uh, the brother of our good sponsor, G.H. Utters there. But, um, you know, and thank you, Ben, as well, if you're listening. Oh, I, I think uh, he does. Without, yeah, without the, you know, without him, this wouldn't have happened as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was a perfect venue for this. Yeah, I mean, absolutely perfect. And it just all came together perfect. I really wish more people would have came out. So if you're all listening, quit your flipping excuses and make it happen. Exactly. <laughs> so, including myself, I need to, like, quit my excuses and make it happen. So, yeah, maybe we'll have to commit to Adam to say, hey, since there was such, you know, a few amount of people, maybe we should do another one in 2018. Well... Everybody that knows me knows I can be a bit of a turbo poster on uh, social media. Oh, yeah. So, um, oh, and Dustin Hobbin for taking pictures, too. Thank you, buddy. Uh, we're going to have some great photographs put out there. So oh, that's sure awesome. Rub it in to everybody who didn't show. They're going to see as many pictures as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. No, I am I am mad at myself for not going to this one. It sounds like it would have been a good one to go to and have fun on. I, I don't do enough endurance events, and I need to. Well, say more more fun for us, but uh, now you all know how fun it was. 
and it's going to happen again, and we can make this grow. Yeah, we need to make it big. All right, perfect. Well, I'm going to let you go because you need to get some rest. You've been up all night doing this, so get some rest. Uh, you know, maybe take a hot shower and make that cough go away. It sounds like you're out by the fire too much. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of smoke. Yeah, we had, we had to maintain a fire at our base too all night too. We had to keep returning to base and keep smoking a fire and whatnot. And it was underneath the tarp, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little smoky lungs. But yeah, I'll say it again, Adam. Thank you so much. You uh, you did a great job putting this together. You know, like there's any surprise there. Oh, yeah, he did good. It sounds like and he perfect. Did, he did really good. All right, and thank you, Ted, for talking to me and letting me know what you thought of it. And we're definitely going to have to get you back on here um, soon so we can talk about the other fun things and awesome things you've got going on with the Beasts. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right, thank you, Ted. All right, thank you, Mike. Bye, everybody. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with another interview. Gray's Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors, if you work up a sweat, Gray's Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. All right, this is Mike, you know, with BeastNet. Uh, we're back from break, and we've got uh, Kim Collins, um, who's going to talk to us about everything she's got going with Beasts. I mean, she's in charge of the Ambassadors. She's got the Beast Report. She's just everywhere. Um, how you doing, Kim? Great, great. Good to be here. Yeah. yeah it's an exciting time with the Ambassador team. It's all new this year, and just really excited. This is a great group, and it's going to be really an epic year. It sounds like it. I mean, I've I've heard a little bit about the beasts, and I know a lot of you know other the listeners and the other beasts have heard a little bit about the ambassadors. But um, what's the uh, how how does how does the ambassadors work? How does that how is that? Well, they're going to be out there just promoting the team. They're going to be there for support at the races. I mean, you know, everybody that's on the team actually already does that, and you know, they're just you know really great cheerleaders for the team really yeah and just a lot of fun they bring excitement and uh so you'll see them a lot out there you'll see them a lot and you know they're willing to answer questions help out and uh, just a great group that's awesome you know and and i saw most of the people that are on that list and i mean a lot of them are most of them i know and are og beasts kind of like us and uh, i think you know i've seen them around at races and they're they're always supportive of everyone and it's it's a pretty good group you guys picked. So yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I can give you one great example, uh, Christina Horton. Um, you know, I, of course, I've known her for a couple three years now. Yeah. And she so impressed me when me and my mud buddy Chris, we were at the, um, the super. Yeah, it was the super in Seattle, and it was when Stevie made that monstrously long burglar crawl. With oh yeah! The I remember and, that. That was so much fun, really. Rolling and rolling, and, and uh, Chris, my mud buddy, he got so dizzy that it gave him this migraine headache, and he was just miserable. And we got halfway through. Christina, she's like, "Okay, you sit down. 
let me fix the up. She opened up her backpack and she had all kinds of things in there. And she said, this happens, you know, take this. You're going to feel better in a couple of minutes and electrolyte up. And she, she was just like, you know, mama bear. And, she, and sure enough, a couple of minutes later, Chris was feeling good again. And she was just so nice about it. And just, you know, she thought what she was doing, you know, to help people. And, and uh, that's what, you know, everybody on the investor team. They're all like that. I just love it. That's awesome. And, and I mean, yeah, like I said, I saw a few. I mean, Christina's one. I mean, I've known Christina for forever. She was on the, one of my, my first Spartan with the group. Um, you know, I did the beast in Montana by myself, as I've said before, but Christina was in the first one, Washougal, when I did it with the group and, you know, with the, what we call team turtle at that time. Uh-huh. And, you know, she was just really supportive of everyone that was in the group. All of us were, I mean, it was great seeing, you know, those people. And I know I saw Emily was in there. And, I mean, everyone knows me and Emily have done a lot of run, races together. Um, yeah. You know, we even attempted a full marathon together. Um, but because of sickness, she wasn't able to finish. But, I mean, it, it's it's cool seeing all the people that are in that group and, and you know, what they're going to do and the cheerleaders. I mean, you're a great cheerleader yourself. So it's awesome to see that you're in charge of it. Oh, it's so much fun. It's just the best thing ever so i'm really really excited and really happy that i was able to be a part of it nice yeah i mean i saw that you were picked to be in charge and i thought that was a great pick i mean you're oh, just oh you're always such a great cheerleader you're always there to be you know give a good word a good kind word i mean it's like even when i did my marathon i remember i ran into you and you stopped to give me a big hug and i mean it was oh, great yeah. just to, yeah you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, it was great seeing you and Ellie on that monster kill. <laughs> that, that was a killer. Oh, it was. And that wasn't even the last one. There was more to come after that, and it was brutal. It was. It was. And that was just, it was fun. It was great to see you guys. So. Yeah, I still can't believe I tried to do that. I mean, I did do it, but yeah. You did it, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that video seeing you coming across that oh. line. It was just. I think I uh, posted to you, you know, that it was like I had oh, yeah. through my head, and then you crossed the line. It was like a movie. It was awesome. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, my my leg hurt so bad at that point. <laughs> but, oh gosh. Yeah. But you made it and you did it. That's so yep. cool. That's what I love about our team. Everyone just tries to do more and encourages and, and does it. They do, and I mean, and that's what's awesome about the group. I mean, it's kind of like, and we help each other. I mean, it's yeah. You know, it. Nobody left behind. It kind of seems to be the 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 philosophy of the beasts. I mean, it's you know, yeah. I've done so many races with these these beasts and these everyone that's in the group. And I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. Nobody left behind. Absolutely, I know. I love that. That's when I first became a beast. The mean thing that struck me was just how everybody is there for each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, I've. And that's why I think it's cool about the ambassadors and, you know, how you were, you know, you got that going is there. Yeah. It's the same idea. I mean, you know, they're just doing pretty much what they already do. Um, right. You know, they really are. Yeah. And, and starting this week, we're going to have, I can't give it all away yet until it comes out, but we're going to have something a little bit of fun um, that the ambassadors are going to do uh, throughout the week. So yeah. it'll be posted in Facebook on the group. And I think it's going to be just a fun little way for everyone to get involved. The team's going to get involved in what they're going to post. And it'll be kind of a game. But including 
included with that will be some great workout ideas, you know, so they can help out that way, you know, what they do uh, in workouts, and but there will be a little twist to it, so have to stay tuned for that one. That's cool. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. And I know, you know, it had to have been tough picking, you know, who was going to actually be on the team. I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, applied to be ambassadors and pro team. And I mean, it just seems like having to pick just six had to have been a, a tough thing for you guys. It was extremely difficult. There were so many close contenders. And to narrow it down, it took us hours and hours. And I know uh, Ben and Adam even had to go through and whittle it down a bit. Uh, as well, and it, it was really a really difficult decision, but I think that we have both teams are really solid, and we've got some great people. And each year, we're going to have a new team, so you know, definitely apply again. Um, you know, this is we just want to get everyone involved and everyone in there, and you know, get some new dynamics, and just you know, it's, it's going to be exciting. That's awesome. I mean, I know that's one thing I know I didn't apply just because of the fact that, you know, I do BeastNet and everything else. It's like, you know, I already have my spot in the team, and I just felt like it was, it, it would be rude to try and take some a spot that somebody else kind of deserved. So, you know. Uh, well, I think it's a different way, but you don't want to get overextended. So, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, BeastNet, this actually, you know, I mean, people would be surprised, actually. This, it, it takes up a lot of time. So, I mean, you know. Well, you do the interviews, and then you have to edit it all and, you know, get it ready for Monday morning. And I'm a procrastinator, so most time it's like Sunday afternoon I'm recording it. And then it's like, shoot, i got to edit this and get it ready for the morning. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm horrible oh. about that. <laughs> oh, but you do a great job. Boy. Oh, thanks. So, so what, what other things do we have to look forward to from the Ambassadors? I know you said there's going to be a, a fun little thing this week coming up. And, I mean, is there going to be more of that where there's going to be, you know, a lot of Facebook presence and along with them at the races? Yes, I think they're going to have a lot of Facebook presence, which will be really fun. We don't have any specifics set up like this one that's going to start this week, but they are going to be in there posting some different things of what they're doing, things coming up. Um, They're really excited about participating in the 5K Plus, which I won't go into much detail because someone else is heading it up, so I don't want to take the thunder away, but it's going to be really neat. I interviewed him a little bit, and he would not tell me nothing about it. I tried. Yeah. I yeah. tried to get some out of Brian, and he's like, nope, nope. <laughs> All right. And I, I don't know much at all about it either, so it's going to be a really fun mystery. And from the little bit I know, this is going to be super, super cool. Not, you know, don't miss this one for sure. So It, it sounds like it. Yeah. So, yeah, there'll be, you know, things throughout the year that, um, you know, ambassadors are going to be at the workouts on weekends and at events like the 5K Plus, of course, at the local races and other races, too. And um, we got their lineup, uh, and they all have really good lineups for the year. So they're going to be out there. You'll see them at running races as well. And uh, there's a Ragnar. Um, one of the gals is even doing an Ironman. Ironman figure competition. Now, I mean, that's pretty exciting. So there's some great variety and just fun to watch them and see what they're doing that's um, OCR related and and otherwise, too. See, that's cool. That's going to be, it's not just OCR related. And I know that's one of the things that I've really liked where the beast has been going, you know, yeah. recently is where 
I mean, OCR is our roots. That's where we started, but that's not all everyone does. I mean, you got people like, you know, Michael Sanchez, who is actually even saying that this year he's going to be focusing more on running rather than OCR. I mean, it's just the beast has gone from just being an OCR team to being a, I don't know how to more of like a, a fitness, not really even fitness, but just like a team, a family of people that help each other get physically fit and do whatever we want to do. And that's what I think is amazing. That's fun. And it's fun to follow these different things, different venues, you know, avenues that they're taking. So definitely. And it's fun to see him grow. Like you mentioned Michael Sanchez and the running, his running. You know, you can see it from the beginning to now. He's just getting faster and faster and longer. So it's just great to, to see these milestones. Yeah. And I mean, someone like, you know, him, he gives, you know, he gives me hope because I mean, I've seen pictures of what he looked like four or five years ago. And I'm not sure if he was as big as me, but it wasn't too, too much smaller. And now, I mean, look at the shape he's in now. I mean, to be able to make that turnaround is, oh. is amazing. You know, oh, and, definitely. and I, it gives me hope that I can do it. That I can do it again because I've done it once before, but then I had injuries and let the injuries get in the way, which I've talked about before. But now it's the, this is my year of no excuses and I'm going to, I'm going to get back into that shape that I want to be in. I, I want to, I know, you know, I'm, I have no delusions that I'm going to ever be, I'm going to compete, you know, in a Spartan race, but I still want to be able to finish, you know, a clean Spartan race. That is my goal. I want to do a clean Spartan race where the only burpees I do are the burpees that I have to do, you know, because that's part oh, of the, yeah. And that's a huge goal. That's, that's a, it's so fun to have something like that to work towards because, no matter what your goals, you know, you can, and you can always big change and evolve too. And, uh, you know, having that to work towards, it just gives you that incentive and motivation. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the things for me is, I mean, really looking at it, you know, I mean, I, I shouldn't have any excuses. I have everything I need right here in my yard to get oh. me past every obstacle that I have an issue with. I mean, you know, I have the rope climb as an obstacle. You gave me the rope that I have here in my in my in my yard. Oh, that's so, right, that's yeah, right. you gave me that yeah. rope. So, I mean, I have a rope here to practice on and get ready and be able to beat that obstacle. You know, I have walls here. I have, you know, monkey bars is one that I usually do really good at, but occasionally I have an issue and I have a full pull up bar and I have monkey bars actually here at my house. I have I've set up a whole like workout area here for me to be able to do you know, in wow. some way simulate any, you know, Spartan or any obstacle out there to be able to do it. So. Oh, that is awesome. And I've seen you when you put your mind to something when you do it. So yeah. So. going to be your year. Yeah. Yeah. And my other goal is that I'm doing, I'm doing all three races in Hawaii this year. I'm doing them all. Oh, no awesome. excuses. I mean, I, I, the first year I got one in, I got one race, one done. The second year I got two. This year, I'm getting all three, so. Well, you sort of had a bum leg that made it a little tough. I couldn't believe um, every, as far as you got. I mean, having your yeah. ankle and everything. Oh, my gosh. That was impressive to see what you did do. I mean, it, it, I, wow. Yeah, it, it was crazy. It probably wasn't the smartest idea I ever had, but like I, I mentioned before, I did have doctor approval, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, without that, then it'd be a little sketchy. But, but yeah, yeah. That, you know, that that's year, the big thing. So yeah, and this year you're going to be healthy and really be able to put your all out there. 
Yeah, it is. And I mean, that was kind of the one thing, my, my foot injury that I had, you know, in 2016, you know, I was technically healed by 2017, but my foot was never right. Um, it's just now getting to a point where it's right again. Oh, good, good. Yeah. It takes some time. It does. Cause that's one thing I thought I, I thought it was a lot better than it was. And then when I did the marathon, um, I noticed that there was still issues. Um, you can see it like in the, the end of that one video that you say in the end when I was running to finish where like my left ankle wouldn't bend anymore. By the end of the race, my left ankle had locked into a position basically that it was stuck in. And it was probably three, three hours after the race where it finally unlocked and I could start bending my ankle again. It was just, it, it wasn't really painful. It was just stuck. Wow. Wow. So, too long for it to recover. No. And I mean, and after going through all that, that's that's pretty good. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Me. So so what have you got coming up this year? I know you've got the you know we we've talked about the ambassadors a little bit, and I, I think that's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. What else have you got? I know you do the Beast Report. Yep, the Beast Report is new, and it's something I thought about for a long time. I thought. You know, we don't have a lot of nutrition um, talk, really, you know, in, in our beast team and on the website, on Facebook. And I thought, well, maybe that's an area that I could do something with. Um, there was another group, I, not, a, not a Facebook group or a workout group, but more of a nutrition group I was with uh, a few years ago. And I used to post, um, you know, fun facts on different foods. And so I yeah. started kind of doing that. And I thought, well, that's something I could throw in there. And then, and I thought, oh, you know, it'd be so fun to have like a beast highlighted every month because we have so many awesome people and just to have their accomplishments and their goals and dreams, you know, highlighted yeah. would be fun. And so I thought, oh, I could do one of each and, and it was going to be a completely separate thing. And then I thought, well, we could just put a whole report together that includes it all and allowed for expansion and growth. If another idea comes yeah. up, you know, and, and then, uh, you know, Adam just said, hey, let's put some upcoming events at the end, so it's, you know, good reminder, easy to find. So, you know, we've, uh, we're evolving it slowly, you know, it's just begun. So, um, you know, any other ideas that people would love to see in there are definitely welcome. And, you know, it'll be growing throughout the year, and, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. You know, of course, we had to start with our Beastmaster, Drew, yeah. and that was a lot of fun. He's such a great guy, and, and uh, then we went to West Shore, and he is so awesome. I mean, he's just a guy, he's out there, and he is serious and tough, but he's so nice and supportive and helpful. I mean, all of it at the same time. So it's just fun to see these different sides of everybody and to really, you know, honor them and highlight yeah. them as one of our group. And so I'm excited about that continuing. And, and that's awesome. It's funny that you started with the, the Beastmaster Drew because that's actually how we started the, the Beastnet, the, the podcast. It was the very first oh. one was me interviewing Drew. It's like, you know, you can't really, yeah. You can't start something without putting Drew in it. <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. And I'm excited. It sounds like he's going to uh, maybe be able to free up some time to get to a few more races this year, which I hope I hope to see him more. I miss him. And, I do, uh, too. You know, he's had a, a busy private life, you know, the business and all. So yeah. I'm hoping to see him out there more. I am, too. I'm hoping he's out there. He's so. Definitely. So we got the ambassadors and the beast report, and then 
I was originally going to maybe do a few less races this year, and now that I look at my lineup, I have more than last year, so it's just so much fun, I couldn't help it, so. Um, oh, I get it, I'm the same way. Oh, I said I get it. I'm the same way. I kind of had the same feeling that I was going to do less this year, yeah. and now I think I'm, I think I'm actually scheduled for almost the same amount of Spartans, but more of the the other races. So, oh gosh, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It's just so much fun. I mean, when you find something you're so passionate about and just love, it's like you know, this is it. This is what I got to do in my free time. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's it's the other beast too. I mean, you run into the beast. I mean, at one of the races. Oh. I mean, it's you're never alone. It's like when I did Rugged last year, I was supposed to do it with, can't remember, I was supposed to do it with somebody and they ended up, they weren't going to be there till like really late. And I was sitting there like, okay, do I want to wait the two hours till they get here or, and then all of a sudden Brian, uh, Brian Case came up to me. He's like, let's go, you and me. And I'm like, all right, cool. And you know, I, I, we took off and ran the race and you're just never alone when you're out on the races. And I mean, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It really is. Same thing happened with me, you know, Rugged Maniac, and I ended up running with Ted and Miriam and everyone, and it was so much fun. And, yeah. And actually, I'm going down next weekend to the SoCal race, and and I was, uh, I can't remember how I saw it, but Christina's going down, too. So we're yeah. going to try and, and uh, get together. At the, they have that open house on Friday. And, you know, I'm sure we'll meet up at the race if we don't see each other there. So, like you said, I mean, even at races that are away and out of town, it seems like there's always a beast, you know, and I just love it. Yeah, and if there's not a beast, I mean, there's one of the sister groups. I mean, it's every year when I go to Vegas now, I pretty much run with uh, Warrior State of Mind. So, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it's that's what's cool about the whole thing is, I mean, even if there's not a beast, there's usually, you know, someone else we know. So it's right. pretty cool. It's a pretty tight knit group. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I love it. Well, so speaking of the beast report, I was going to see if I could turn the tables on you a little bit and be the interviewer and see if you would like to be the interviewee and we could just do our beast report on you right on the phone. Yeah, we can do that. I like awesome. that. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, if you're ready, I can, uh, I, I kind of have the same questions for everyone, but they're kind of basic ones that just, you know, get information on you, and and uh, it's just kind of fun, so. All right, yeah. We can, all right, here we go. Uh, so, what was your first OCR race, and what made you decide to try it? Uh, my first one was actually, I think it was 2010. Um, oh. Yeah, and it was the Gladiator. Um, the, oh. like, I think they were only up here two years. Um, it was like, 2010 and 11, I think, were the only years they were here. But it was out in Auburn, and I had a group of friends that were doing it. And they were like, you want to do it with us and join our team? And I'm like, sure. And Yeah, and because I was doing 5Ks and all that kind of stuff and trying to lose weight at that point. That's when I was really running a lot and doing half marathons and losing weight. So it was like, cool, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And it it was a blast, you know. I had a blast doing it, but then I didn't end up doing another one for a couple of years. And then I did uh, a bunch of them that aren't there anymore. I mean, I did Hell Run. I did, I've did. i done Survivor three different years. Um, Mud Mud Factor, a bunch of those. Foam Fest, a bunch of them that are either aren't around or just, you know, I really just don't kind of lost my interest in some of those because I just got to a point that they were just too, I don't know how to say it, too easy for the cost. 
Right, right, yeah. I think the last mud factor I did, I finished. It's a 5K. I finished in less than 30 minutes. Wow. And I'm wow, like, yeah, and I mean, for me, I'm not I'm not fast. So <laughs> oh, gosh. for me to finish in like less than 30 minutes, it was like, yeah, that was, it pretty much meant every obstacle. I just either walked right, right through it because it was that easy or right over it. And it was just uh, like, I'm like, okay, I've done Spartans now. This this doesn't challenge me at all. And it, the price was so was almost the same as like a Spartan. And I'm like, nope, this isn't worth it. So it's kind of one of those trying to decide which ones are the good ones now. But yeah, no, I started in 2010. It was a blast, and it got me hooked. And yeah, I loved it. Uh, that's fun. So go way back then. Mm-hmm. 2010. That's cool. Okay, so how has OCR helped you overcome challenges? Um, a lot, actually. I mean, it was one of those things, and I mean, it was really once I started doing the Spartans and got in with the Beasts, um, I've always been, you know, as my wife would say, like, pig-headed or, you know, stubborn. Once I decide I want to do something, I just kind of do it. Um, and my my like I said, my wife and my mom will tell you that most of the time the detriment to my own self because I don't really think about it. Um, and that was kind of how I did when I started running and doing half marathons. And then when I decided to do my first Spartan was the uh, Montana beast and never researched it, never looked into it. I knew it was 13 miles and in a mud run. And I'm like, well, I've done, you know, survivor. I've done all these and they were easy. No problem. And I've ran a half marathon. This should be a piece of cake. No problem. Yeah. I didn't really train that hard. I'm just like, whatever, I've done a half marathon. I can do this. Won't be a problem. Um, I was probably about halfway through that race when I ran into Drew. Um, I was part of the beasts on Facebook, but had never met anybody at that by that point. Um, and I ran into Drew and Jason and it was pretty much, I was at that point, like, I'm done. This is stupid. I don't know why I'm out here. And, you know, I mean, cause I was alone. There was no one that, you know, like help keep me going. And I ran into Drew and Jason and basically I, I think Drew's pretty much told me, you know, when we talked that he was pretty much the same part I was where he was like, I'm done. This is stupid. <laughs> and, yeah. But then we started talking and I mean, it's just like, we just kind of unknowingly really like kept each other going, you know? Yeah. And cause we were talking and just, you know, working together and everything else and just kind of kept each other going. And I mean, that's really how it changed me. It was one of those things that I don't think I would have continued doing Spartan, honestly, if it hadn't been for that. I think I would have, wow. that would have been the end of it for me. I would have been like, nope. Because I mean, even after I finished, the first words out of my mouth to my wife was, yeah, this is stupid. I ain't doing it again. Oh, gosh. Oh. And then you signed up for your next one the next day. Pretty much. I, I had free races and I had to use them, you know, and I mean, this, uh, this year I'm already signed up for Montana for the fourth time. So <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. this will be number four. Um, so, I mean, awesome. it's, it's changed my, my mindset a lot. Um, it, it's made me help teach me that I can overcome obstacles if I put my mind to it. Um, you can't tell me what I can't do. Um, I mean, honestly, if I listened to people who told me I can't do something, I never would have done a marathon. Because I had so many people tell me, you're not in good enough shape. You're not ready for this. You didn't train hard enough. You know, you should not be doing this. Were they right? Probably. But I did it anyway, you know. And yeah, and and I just, I did it anyway. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably should have trained harder. Um, And they are. I should have trained harder, but I didn't. So it's just kind of like, but I did it anyway. I'm like, you know, whatever. I mean, it's an obstacle. (laughs) It's an obstacle that's in front of me. And 
the only way I honestly really fail is if I don't get off the couch and at least try. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, so you said a little bit about it, but what do you love most about the OCR community? Um, pretty much like I've said, it, it, it's the family. It's the, the help. I mean, you know, like I said, Montana, you know, I would have quit if it hadn't been for Drew and Jason, you know, and oh. it wasn't like they just started telling me, hey, you can do this and like encouraging me. It was just they started talking with me and they started helping me with the obstacles and obstacles I was having issues with. And, you know, that year in Montana, and I've never seen it since, was there was actually a team tire that you could flip, you know, oh. rather than having to flip, a, you know, the one alone, there was a team one that was like huge. And we decided, well, we're, you know, I don't think any of us are in any shape at the moment because we were so tired at that point to do the one by ourselves. So let's just go for the team one, you know, yeah. and that's just kind of it. I mean, you know, it's even, you know, the first year I went down and I do Vegas, Vegas is usually where I start my Spartan race. You know, this will be the third year I do Vegas um, in March. And every year I've been down there, I start off alone, but I've never finished a race alone uh, ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, the first year, I can't remember the, the lady's name. I ended up, you know, me and her ended up doing the race together and helping each other. And then this last year, it was, you know, uh, Warrior State of Mind. You know, I freaking went to go do the race. And right before the race started, Matt Solomon's like, hey, you want to run with us? And I'm like, cool. Yeah, let's go. You know, awesome. and it, it was awesome. Um, and it's just that feeling of family. And like I said, with the Vegas this last year, with Warrior State of Mind, we also, uh, we carried the core flag for the entire race. Oh. Because that was like, what, two weeks after the, the core, you know, the, the three ladies from core that were in that horrible accident on their way to Arizona. Oh, wow. So we, we carried me and, you know, Matt and Lindsay and all the people from Warrior State of Mind. We, we carried the core flag through that entire race um, wow. in dedication to them. So, I mean, and that's just part of the family. I mean, I've never met any of those three women from core. Um, I've met a couple people from core and that's about it. But they're still part of our family. I mean, it's still, you know, they're part of our, our family and we, we still, you know, take care of family. Absolutely. So that's what I think is awesome about this, you know, OCR and the, you know, beast and the whole group, all of them together. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. And after going through something like that, you will really do feel like family with these people. You didn't even know at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Yeah. Well, this one could be many, but, and right there, um, that's part of it, but who, who inspires you? Um, you know, that, that, that's, that is a tough one to answer. Um, I mean, growing up, it was always like sports figures and stuff like that, but I found it, it's, it's more, it's people in the beasts. I mean, it's to see people like, uh, Lisa Ann who, you know, she's not had the easiest life and, you know, she's hasn't had the easiest, a lot of things, but she's a single mom who is doing a great job with her daughter and is doing everything she can to be a strong, independent woman and, you know, get strong again and, and lose, you know, some weight. I mean, you know, you got Emily who, Emily Ford, who basically, you know, Montana two years ago, 13 and a half hours it took us to do that race. And she pretty much had a mental breakdown. I mean, for three miles, she, the last three miles of the race, she pretty much shuffled her feet and giggled. And that was about it. Um, and then all of a sudden she turns around and comes back the next year, 70 pounds lighter and just goes for it and shows us all how it's done. I mean, it's stuff like that. Those are the people that inspire me. Like I said earlier, Michael Sanchez, you know, he was like my size and now he's, you know, in great physical shape. Um, 
it's all these people. Um, you know, I mean, there's more that I'm missing, and I know there's so many more in this group that I, I should be talking. Uh, Jody, you know, whatever, uh, however you say her last name, Van Ingen or whatever it is. But her and her injuries, her hips, everything else, but she's still out there freaking pushing herself and doing it every day. You know, Stevie's the same way. Um, you know, there's so many people in this group. Um, you know, I'm mentioning a lot of people that pretty much I spend a lot of time with and have done a lot with, but there's so many more in the beast. I mean, pretty much anybody who gets off the couch, no matter what shape they're in, how big they are, you know, as I say, a lot of time when people get mad at me, I call myself fat and lazy because it reminds me that I, it's my choice to get off the couch and do things. And that's what these people have all done. They've got off the couch, you know, and they've gone to these races and they've done all this. And I mean, it's, they make that choice. And that's what inspires me is the people who make the choice to change what, you know, what they don't like about themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so true. So awesome. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, what this is going to be a toughie, but what is your favorite OCR memory? For me, um, honestly, it's got to be that Montana thirteen and a half hour race. Um, oh. I know a lot of people tell me I'm insane to say that, but it was the finish. Um, that you know, that finish right there rivals right up with my my finish of the marathon. I mean, those are probably the only two times that I've almost cried. You know. Oh when I finished a race because I was just so dead and beat and tired and hurting that, but I did it, you know, and that was Montana. It, it was one of those things to know that every beast who started that Montana beast that year finished that beast. You know, it took us 13 and a half hours, but me, Jody, Emily, Stevie, we just kept going and we kept pushing. And I mean, when, Steve Hammond caught up to us from Spartan and he, you know, Stevie looks right at him and says, you can do whatever you want, but you're not taking us off this mountain. We're finishing this race. Oh, I love that. I remember it right now. And Steve looked at us, looked at us and said, that's the, that's the right attitude. Everyone behind you quit. Let's go. Oh, wow. I you know, it. and it was, it was brutal, but I mean, that feeling, that feeling of accomplishment. I mean, I, I know it sounds bad to some people, but I feel like knowing someone who done that and, you know, someone who th- that last racer, you know, I'm more proud of them most of the time than I am of the fir- person who finished first, because oh, usually God. the person who finished first, they've been training for this. This is, this is their life. This is what they do yeah. that. But that person who comes across last, there's usually somebody who just got off the couch and said, you know, I'm going to do this. And yeah. that's what, it, that's what inspires me. That's what I think is amazing. Um, so being that, you know, that last racer, when you come across the finish line, they make sure they announce, Hey, the last racer's coming. Cause I've been, I've been on the side of like clapping for them and being there for that, that, that last racer too. Um, they announce it, say, Hey, the last racer's coming. Everybody come to the finish line and they stop everything. They stop the sales. They stop, you know, taking stuff down and everyone comes to the finish line to cheer these people on for pushing it and not quitting and still going. So, and, and that's just amazing to me. So that yeah. is that is that little grit that yeah. takes to get through that and that accomplishment is just huge i mean what, and, what oh, an awesome feeling it is and i mean that's one thing you know there's a lot of people out there that you know they've trained for it and that's their life and i think that's awesome and i'm yeah. so inspired by them but i'm you know like i said i'm more inspired by the people like you know like i just said lisa emily stevie jody all those people that 
most people look at him and say, you're doing a Spartan? Really? And they're like, yeah, I am. And they put, and you know, they put the mental grit into it and just go. Um, those are the people that inspire me. They get off the couch and they do what others won't. Definitely. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much, I try to be kind of an open book. Um, you know, I do the OCRs. I mean, everyone knows pretty much what I've done on OCRs. I mean, it's, you know, it's right there. I mean, the only thing I can really think of is, um, I decorate cakes. Oh, that's cool. So. That's awesome. Oh, I remember. Yes, I remember now you brought one to an event and it was really good. I think it was Brandon's, Brandon's birthday one year. I made a, a, the Superman cake. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just one of those weird things. I was a teenager. My mom wanted to take the take cake decorating classes, and nobody else would go with her. So she basically just said, well, you're going with me. Oh, and so I, cool. yeah, I went with her, and then she got mad because I was better at it than she was. Oh, no. <laughs> that well, I, I have a small advantage. I'm ambidextrous. Um, I've always been able to use both hands. I was basically born left-handed, but I broke my arm when I was a kid. And, oh. you know, when you're left-handed, everyone tries to make you be right. Right. So once I broke my arm, they basically gave another reason to make me be a right-handed person. Well, I became right-handed, but then I broke my right arm and went back to left, and then now I can just go back and forth. So I used to get in trouble in school because people, teachers would say that there was two people doing my work because I had two different handwriting. Oh, God. So when I'm decorating cakes, I can switch back and forth on hands, and I can do weird designs that others can't because I can do it from the opposite angle with my other hand. Oh, right, right. Oh my gosh, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Let's see. So, what are your goals for 2018? Um, like I said, my goals are pretty much um, no excuses. <laughs> um, I uh, want to I want to get a triple trifecta again um, nice. in Spartan. Uh, I've got that pretty much scheduled out. Pretty much the same races as last year. Um, and for me, it's just to get back into the physical shape I know I can be in. Um, the the shape I was in, you know, in like 2011 when I was running all the marathons and all that stuff. And I just want to get back into that shape. I mean, there's no real number for me. I, I'm not a, really a numbers guy when it comes to weight. It's more just my feeling and my size. I want to just get back in that shape where I feel good about myself. Again. Great. Yeah. I, and uh, I, I know you'll do that because like you said earlier, when you, when you put your mind to something, you do it. So, yep. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Huh? It's going to be an exciting year. Yep. And it, it'll be a great year, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun year. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. So. Well, that was all my questions for you. All right. Well, perfect. Well, I think then I, I guess we should wrap this up. And, you know, it's been great talking to you. It's always a blast. And I look forward to everything with the ambassadors and, you know, the Beast Report and everything you've got going this year and to see how it's going to grow and, you know, become huge. Yes, it's going to be great. Really it is. excited. Right on. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Kim. Great. Thank you, Mike. All right. I'll see you out on the races. Yep, see you out there. Alrighty. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by the Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Like us? Great. Join us at Facebook or BeastOCR.com. And thank you.